Hi, I'm Vicky Roach, and I'm a Ewan woman living on Ewan country, southeast coast. I'm a survivor of the stolen generations, and I've spent many years in the prison system. And I'm Kutcher Edwards. My mob's a mutty mutty, yorta yorta, yitta yitta, nary nary. I too am a survivor of the stolen generations. I'm a singer songwriter, a broadcaster, and one of the founders of Beyond the Bars Prison Radio Broadcasts. Hey Vicky, do you know what this series is about? Are we doing a series? You better tell me what it's called then. 20 Years on the Inside. Hmm, yeah, I probably did around that long all up. Yeah, me too. In children's homes and other institutions. Let's face it. This whole country is a prison of sorts for blackfellas, dating right back to invasion. This series reflects on 20 years of listening to our mobs on the inside as part of the Beyond the Bars prison broadcast. We'd both like to acknowledge you, the custodians of all the traditional lands where individuals are tuning in today. And just a warning, This series features the voices of family, friends and relatives that have now passed, as well as strong content and themes including experiences of racism, violence, child abuse and drug and alcohol references. Beyond the Bars began as a single radio broadcast from Port Phillip Prison in 2002. What we wanted to do, and continue to want to do, is to connect Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander inmates to the wider community, sharing their voices, perspectives and experiences. We also want to include those who were locked up in the annual NAIDOC Week celebrations so that they know that they are not forgotten. In this first episode, we'll be introducing you to the 20-year journey of the Beyond the Bars radio project and talking about power, justice and the prison system. We'll also be venting a fair bit of frustration about how little has changed over the years. Well, Aboriginal people have been in, in brick and bar wire in, in all over Australia since Federation. Yeah. We can take our shit back to the First Fleet. You know, we just, oh, my philosophy is it's a white man's world, it's a black man's jail. Yeah, I better keep it on the low, low, because I might be getting dragged out of here shortly. Security might be bum-rushing through the door, mate, giving me an attitude adjustment. <laughs> Even though I'm in jail, you know what I mean? So I've got to just sort of keep it, um, you know. No, I can't go too political because I'm in a money-making machine. I'm not in government. You're an urban Aboriginal, mate. You are coming to jail because you live in a ratty area. Mm. It's, 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 you know, it doesn't matter how hard you, you're trying escape it and try and get away from it, you're just, you're drawn, you're just drawn here. Yeah, we're at the Port Phillip prison here and it's a historic event today for uh, the people of the prison out here and uh, for everyone in Australia because this is uh, the first time anywhere in Australia that we're having a live broadcast from the Port Phillip prison and uh, we're on FreeCR Community Radio 855 on your AM dial but we're not in the studios, we're at Port Phillip and in the studio, or in the room with me, not in the studio, we've got uh, Johnny Mack over there on the panel. What's doing Kaz? We sort of started off very 
nervously and very cautious and very mindful that the powers that be were in control. And I suppose over the years, the members of our community in those facilities have, uh, yeah, their spirit has changed as well. I don't know, because what we are recording, we are recording audio as a radio station. I believe that the spirit of our people inside has, has changed. They're not scared of the system. They understand the system. And their spirit is stronger. And hopefully that, that, that energy, that, that spirit is transferred into audio. I wasn't there for the first, first few Beyond the Bars, but I understand what you mean about uh, being nervous and, and knowing who was in control. And I think once I started participating in the programs from inside as, as a participant was that it gave us some power. It, um, it was, you know, to use a buzzword, empowering. Um, it gave us some control. It was like not being in jail for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, a few hours of remission. Uh, the, the, the only intrusions were like when they had to do counts and stuff like that. Um, but otherwise, we were transported from jail and our stories mattered. Um, the jail itself didn't matter for a while. What mattered was the community within and beyond the bars connecting over the airways. I really appreciate that, um, that this is happening um, year in, year out. Um, this is my first time and I really, I really enjoyed it, especially um, the weeks coming up to today. It's brought us all closer. It's, gotten, it's given us something to look forward to. You know, I've I've grown along alongside the radio each year. You know, so mm. and, and you know, you just give us something to look forward to. We come down here, and, you know, we have yarmulches, and that it sort of takes us away from from the prison for the day. Um, you know, we get some good food and that, traditional foods and that that we you know otherwise like meats like crocodile stuff like that, like it's not cheap meat, mm. and it's not you know from in here we can't access it. So the only time we can is during NADOC. It's almost like society wants us to hang our heads. And um, don't be proud. But while we're near, we've got to learn to be proud again. And when we get out, we walk with our heads held high. And the only other thing I'd like to say is thanks to you guys too for coming in. It's such a great program, you know, giving us the chance to, you know, perform or do whatever, have a yarn on, on radio. Or, you know, for something to see this going on in the future would be great. Hope it goes, just keeps running, you know cover every prison across the country. Yeah, I'm amazed to see how it comes in. You set it all up and good to see all the brothers pull in and have a good yarn. That's what it's about. We've had a big team of brothers, uncles, aunties and cousins pull in as broadcasters over the years. One of the main forces behind the project, right from its beginning, was legendary broadcaster Gillam McGuinness. And uh, behind me, we've got the, the superstar of the Mama team. It's Uncle Gillam Mac, Uncle Gillam McGuinness. And uh, how are you today, Uncle, during NAIDOC week? Yeah, not bad. Frog, how's yourself, mate? Yeah, going good. Um, 
I'm up there. I'm I'm feeling high and mighty, and I'm ready to go. I can. Yeah, it's been a pretty busy week, uh, but today we're uh, putting it on for the uh, Port Phillip uh, Curries out here, and hope we have a good day. And I just want to wish all them Curries that we don't get to see today or uh, a happy NAIDOC week, and hope you enjoy our show today. That was Giller speaking at the first broadcast in 2002, and he was there each year with his son Johnny Mac, yarning with the mob until he passed away in early 2018. Giller was a proud Aboriginal man who dedicated his life to supporting his community and fighting for them to have a voice, particularly on the radio. Listeners out there, you're listening to the Songlines music show now on um, uh, Community Radio 3CR. Oh, the NAIDOC show. The NAIDOC show, right. Right, NAIDOC show. We'll change it to the NAIDOC show, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the things about Freeze Yard Radio. You can do anything, mate. <laughs> Live radio. We're going to actually have the chance now, guys. This is... We're going over to another microphone for the very first time. We're going to listen from some inmates here at uh, Korean Mates, proud Korean Mates for, during NAIDOC week and... Uh, First time ever, guys, and uh, we're going to talk to Pindy and Bear. And how are you, brothers? All right, good. How are you, brothers? All right, and uh, I feel as if this is a great opportunity for you fellas to uh, sort of have a yarn and, and uh, be a part of, of NAIDOC week. And uh, fair enough, we come out probably every year, Rossi and, and uh, the boys come out all the time, and we participate and, and in a sense, perform for you fellas and uh, that's not really what I see as being NAIDOC week and, and coming out here and, and use having your chance to to sing and say what you want to say is is all, all more uh, I'd say respectful to you fellas and, and, know, and us as a community outside attempting to say to you fellas that you are a part of the community even though you're behind here and that's what this program is all about but uh bear i'll ask what does nadoc mean to you brother just celebration of all the all our brothers getting together and because we in in here in the prison we don't get to see each other much often and things like this is really good for us you know we like to thank on, on behalf of the other brothers, I'd like to thank you and the, the staff from Police PCR coming out here and um, putting up, putting all this up for you for us. And it means a real lot to us, you know, and it makes us feel that we really belong back in the community. That's right, and, and uh, that's what we want to achieve. Oh, mate, I love this broadcast because... Um, you believe on it. <laughs> no, no, the thing is, right, you get, to, you get heard. You, you have a voice, you know what I mean? And each year you, you fellas come out, you come out of your way to come out for us to um, share our stories, our poems, just to be heard. And um, we really appreciate it, you know what I mean? We love it. We love it, yeah. I can't out myself, I swear to God. If I could, I'd be coming out with you, you know, taking over the joint. Having your own radio. Yeah. So, Vic, um, what do you believe 
prisons to be? What is their purpose? Well, they have no purpose. There's, um, there's not a lot of justice for us. And yet I think the system um, was conceived to deal with the black problem. They made us um, the crime. Just being us was a crime. Well, in, in all effects, it was anyway. And probably, no, you mightn't want to talk about it, but um, all our mobs who, who are not with us anymore. What, what is your, how does your spirit deal with that? To be perfectly honest, it doesn't. Mm. Um, Can you verbalise what's going on in your spirit right now? I'm actually holding back tears. No, let them go. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. I think people need to hear hear your hear your spirit speak, Vic. You've been there, done that. It's not okay. It's too much. Yeah. And it's it's escalating. It's not getting better. In mm. spite of what we know, in spite of the statistics, mm. it's not getting better. They're making everything worse. They're killing more of us. They're finding more effective, more torturous ways of doing it. Mm. And speak to them, yeah. Vic. Speak to them, not not to the system. Mm. I guess we just have to fight harder. We have to demand equality. We have mm. to demand. We we have to demand treaty. Like deaths in custody have been a constant in in our community, um, in our prisons. Uh, and in police stations, um, in the custody of police in whatever way, shape or form. Mm. What just like, really, really disturbs my spirit is that nobody seems to care. There's no effort to curb this from the powers that be. Prisons are bad places. And what... what what disturbs me most, or well, not most, there are a lot of things that disturb me, um, too many to mention here, but magistrates often believe that sending an Aboriginal woman in particular to jail will help them, um, remind them in custody, oh, you'll get help for your drug addiction, you'll get help for your homelessness. Um, you'll you'll be you'll get help with the domestic violence that actually put you in this situation. Uh, you'll get help with this and that, and of course you don't get any help. Um, no. You don't get anything on remand. You know, so it's it all it's also bleak and helpless unless we talk about abolition and treaties, mm. treaties with sovereign people. You're listening to 20 Years on the Inside, reflecting on 20 years of Beyond the Bars, a unique live prison broadcast series coordinated by 3CR Community Radio in Nam, Melbourne, 
on the lands now called Australia. Unfortunately, the system has some failings, breed resentment amongst us as inmates. A lot of us come in with a degree of resentment to authority or a total degree of resentment to authority. So when you're in a system that's authoritarian, it's uh, the places where we respect is mutual uh, tend to work a lot better than those where certain uh, people in authority seem to think that they wear a badge, they deserve authority, deserve respect because of that authority. And at the end of the day, we're all grown men, and that attitude just doesn't work. So it's, uh, it usually makes their job harder, makes our life harder. In uh, the European models, Central Europe, the recidivism rate less than 1%. In Victoria, 89% of us come back. 89% of those come back. 89% of those come back. So it's just a cycling down of returnees. Uh, and we constantly send our managers over to America and England where they freely admit their system's broken, does not work. You can't incarcerate your way out of a problem. Problems need to be dealt with, not simply by punishment. And uh, so me, if I had a magic wand, it, we should be learning from the systems that work. We should be sending the people in authority that make these decisions to places that work rather than try and industrialise and institutionalise a system for the sake of infrastructure. So, as a somebody at the, you know, the, the bottom rung of this institution here, do you feel in any way that you are being heard? You know, we haven't experienced or, you know, perhaps offering feedback? Outside of this forum, little, we're, we're, uh, there's restrictions on our media access. We're not allowed to communicate with the media directly. We're no longer allowed to have any sort of posting online, be it a website, be anything without permission from the Deputy Commissioner of Corrections Victoria. So uh, we, we're limited in a, in a voice and we're limited in access to who we can communicate with outside of those forums directly. And trying to deal with the people directly that make these decisions tends to fall on deaf ears. We're not heard, we're not listened to. And if, if we are, there's certainly never any acknowledgement of that. No one ever writes back and says, yes, that's a good idea, we're considering it, or we have considered it, and it's a lousy idea. We, we get none of that. So we essentially, without a voice, and ironically, we're the people that know best what works and what doesn't. We've got to stop looking at, at, at prison as an economic, um, you know, like, oh, we're going to build a new prison in Grafton. Yay, jobs, jobs, jobs. You know, <laughs> straight away, eh? Jobs, yeah, jobs, jobs. Yeah, we're, you know, we have to stop thinking of it as, as an economic institution that needs to be protected and upheld and um, continually satisfied. And the first part of doing that is getting Aboriginal people out of the system, which is funnily enough how it, how it seems to work. Um, with a with a lot of things like in jail, if I could get something for us for the Aboriginal women, um, I could generally get it to flow on to the rest of the women as well. If we can reimagine um, incarceration and how we deal with justice and law um, 
amongst ourselves within our own communities, maybe we can teach them how to do it too. Mm. It was almost impossible to get anything from the um, Department of Corrections. Um, I was... It was so frustrating. I, I don't know if you remember this. I was trying yeah. to get the screws to stop calling us prisoner okay. over the over the PA. You know, it'd be prisoner roach to canteen, prisoner roach to this, prisoner roach to that. They they addressed every announcement that had a had a woman's name in it with yeah. prisoner so and so. You know, and and I've written a letter to. Brendan money and said, look, this is unacceptable. You know, we know where we are. You don't have to tell us. You don't have to remind us that we're prisoners. Mm. Oh, it's just to differentiate between an officer and a prisoner. But wait a minute. Whenever you call an officer somewhere, you say PO so-and-so. Mm. You know, so it, it, it doesn't mean that you have to refer to us as prisoners so-and-so. And it went on for like two years or something this back and forward with Mr. Money. And, and he kept saying he'd send around uh, memos asking them not mm. to do it. I wrote to him again and said, well, look, they don't care that you've asked them not to do it. They're, they're still going to do it. Um, can you make it a direction? And he refused to make it a direction. He said, I'll encourage them to do it. And he, to give him um, any sort of, Due, he did. Um, he sent the memo around pretty regularly, basically every time I wrote to him about it. But ultimately, he refused to direct them not to say it, which I thought was really bad form. We're all strong black women wanting to be free, hardening our emotions for we miss our families. Paranoid and afraid to let people in, we believe they don't know or care where we've been. We look up at the sky and imagine another place. We look up at the clouds and see our loved one's face. It's better than seeing the wire fences and uniform of our peers. We make a vow of strength to never shed a tear. Waiting for the day to give life a go. Afraid we will fail, but no one really knows. The lane is always busy and life is really fast. Just remember that your ancestors aren't stuck there in the past. Their blood runs through ours and their spirit's really strong and just know that this land is where your heart truly belongs. Oh. Wow. Thank you. That's the, that's the sad reality that we live as Aboriginal people. Yeah. When does it stop? When you abolish prisons, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's... That's like abolishing prisons is is only a small part of it. You you have to disassemble uh, a lot of the systems that support imprisonment or support incarceration or uh, support the policing uh, of people and communities in the manner that it's um, always been done and, and that people think is the only way it can be done. Would you consider it if in oh, the future to, Beyond yep. the Bar's tentacles went to New South, would you consider it? Absolutely, 100%. Why? Why would you do it? Um, because I think, it's, I think it's a really, really 
special, important, um, good thing to do mm. for people in prison. Um, I'd love to be a part of it. And I think it should be expanded. I think it 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 gives it gives that like I was saying before, a voice to the voiceless. Mm. Um, it connects people inside with their communities outside. In the early years. Beyond the Bars broadcast just came from Port Phillip Prison. In 2004, the project expanded to include the Dame Phyllis Frost Centre at Deer Park. The late Lisa Belair hosted the Deer Park broadcast in 2004 and 2005. Lisa was a poet, a writer, a photographer and a passionate broadcaster who sadly passed away in 2006. Hi, I'm Lisa Belair. I broadcast on Not Another Curry Show here at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne. This year I was invited to be a part of the Beyond the Bars broadcast at Dame Phyllis Frost Reception Centre. I was really thrilled to be a part of this process. I was also a little bit apprehensive. The main point of the broadcast was to enable both our women and our men to be given a voice, particularly during such a significant cultural event such as NAIDOC Week. It was a little bit hard because there were restrictions about what could be said and what couldn't be said. In spite of that, you'll hear laughter. You'll also get a glimpse of what it's like to be on the inside. I guess it was a relief for me to be able to walk outside of the reception centre you know, after the broadcast but the women and both the men are always in my heart, so thank you. It's about making the most of opportunity here uh, at Dame Phyllis Frost NAIDOC, and it's, it, look, it's us Koori women, you know, and there's some brothers out there that are supportive too that, that have come in, but, I mean, you know, you've got a chance to say something, hey, Vicky? Well, yeah. And you've got to make the most of it. And, and that's, the, that's, that's the thing with these, <laughs> with these sort of dues. We get, we get to meet people... Um, meet them face to face from different organisations and things that that are out there um, to help us, but quite often we don't know. We don't know no. where they are and or who they are and and what sort of what sort of assistance they can offer us. Um, and and that, that's what we all need when we get out. It's it's really difficult when when you get out of mm. prison. Um, half a doll cheat. What? Yeah, you get half, half. a doll cheat. Half you can get the other half, but but you have to. They don't tell you about it. They just tell you you can have half a doll check. But if you if you know your rights, you can actually get a whole doll check. Yeah. Okay, man. Um, then that's a good tip out there. But yep. then you've got to wait three weeks for another one. <laughs> okay, well, just, just just spend it wisely, as they say. Yeah, yeah. And there's no there's no housing and. And you feel really isolated when, when you get out of jail, particularly girls that have been in here for you know, a couple of years or more. Yeah. You, you sort of lose, lose touch with reality, with the world. You know, your, your whole world becomes this place. And, mm. and of course, you're living with, with 250 women all the time. All of a sudden, you're out there in the community. Mm. And, and unless you, you actually have family and community out there to go back yeah. to... Um, it's really isolating, you know, a city full of millions of people and, and you're just mm. one out. 
And, and you, you've got nothing. There, there's no housing. So everything, everything is really transitory. It's um, no, nothing's permanent. Nothing's nothing's solid. Mm. Um, you, you you're just up in the air. Well, that's terrible. So you, like these, you know, all the visitors that come in today and other times, then you're supposed to get their business cards and <laughs> <Yes>. things. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing is, you know, sort of. Like making contacts, um, mm. and the the organisations that that do come in here on a on a regular basis, sort of get get to know some of the women. But the the women are coming and going yeah. all the time too. Um, but that that's what there needs to be. It needs to be mm. more, um, or, or as much as possible, community involvement in in women in prison. As, as the, yeah. That's the only way things are going to change is starting with the mothers and the children, yeah. you know, Ma- making their lives better, um, you know, making, making the women's lives better rubs off on the men, rubs off on the children, you know, rubs off on the whole community. It's, it's got to start somewhere. We're going to sing a song and uh, Pendy's going to play guitar and do a lead and, and a bit of this and a bit of that. And, uh, but I want the lads to all participate in this song and uh, it's called... Um, Yellow. Yellow. Singing for the red, black and the gold. You got one on? Hello, 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 hello. Here we go, girl. Over the 20 years of Beyond the Bars, we've heard so many insights, solutions and demands for justice, but it's clear that not much has changed. For the boys at Port Phillip. Connection to family and community will be the focus of our next episode and how, despite all the barriers, we draw strength from the community and gain resilience from culture in order to continue the fight. today's episode, you heard from Paulie, Robbie, Bear, Angie, Erica, Rob, Guy and Kylie in prisons across Victoria, as well as Beyond the Bars broadcasters, Freddie Norris, Gillan McGuinness, Viv Marlowe and Lisa Belair. So thanks for listening to this episode of 20 Years on the Inside. The podcast series was produced by 3CR Community Radio in Nam, Melbourne, on the lands now called Australia, with the financial support of the City of Yarra. For more information, head to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars. We hope you've learnt something by listening to 20 Years on the Inside and that it's given you some insight into the prison system and the experiences of people on the inside. The series was produced in solidarity with black, indigenous and people of colour in prisons everywhere around the world. United we stand stronger. Together we are undefeatable. Thanks to production team Arijna, Juliet Fox 
and Fiona Dean. I'm Vicky Roach. And I'm Kutcher Edwards. Toodaloo, folks. Thank mm-hmm. you.